0: in my context, evangelism to international students, because that's a lot of what I do. Evangelism to international students started at a very young age for me. My parents have been involved with it for a very long time. And actually, the time where I remember hearing the gospel and understanding it for the first time was when they were sharing it with international students. So for myself, it had a very early beginning and a very big impact on me, even though they weren't trying to share it to me. Also, in my life, it's had a big impact because I met and married Taylor, got to know Taylor through my interaction with international students. So that's why it's kind of had a big impact. And I've been doing it since I was young with my parents and until I'm older now. And I have a lot of stories that I could share, but I wanted to share one that I had really recently. This was in the last couple of weeks. Um, I was at a Event with international students and it was just kind of a meet and greet and I went and sat down with a couple of random guys who I didn't know and started to ask them some of the normal questions: Where are you from? What do you study? Why do you choose salsa and stuff like that? And as I was talking to these two guys, it came out that they were both Muslims, both from Muslim countries, and actually both from Muslim countries that I had been to. So that was kind of cool because I was able to talk to them and 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 ask them intelligent questions because I knew about their country and, and stuff like that. And as we were, we were talking about this, and they asked me, like, oh, you've been to our countries, cool. One of the guys, um, I'm going to call him Moses, even though that wasn't his name. Um, Moses was like, so, did you go to our countries on mission trips? And I was like, oh, uh, this is an awkward question because I don't know what they mean when they think mission trip. And I was like, um, and I had been. Um, and so I was like, well... Uh, have been on some mission trips, and I was like, "What do you guys think about missionaries?" And so I was just—it was just kind of an open door to talk about spiritual things, and I got to hear what they thought about missionaries, what they thought about Christianity, and where they were at spiritually. And it was really good uh, things that I could test the water and see where they're at, and just I could see how God had opened that door for me. And I basically figured out that the two guys, either of them, were particularly interested in spiritual things. One of them. Um, basically thought that all religions were the same and that they all led to heaven and you see that here in america that all religions are the same as well and then uh, the other one thought that religion was just kind of useless and it was outdated so that was kind of sad but i was able to share with them some truth i guess in joel's analogy i guess i hit a, a double and i was able to share some of the gospel but not not much of it and and just kind of plant some seed and what I feel like is that the Lord's called us to be faithful, to plant the seed, and he will grow it in his time. And um, I like to think of the analogy of a chain, that we are a link in the chain. And we, we don't get to see the whole thing, probably. Um, we're just going to be a link in someone's chain, but you never know where their life is going to go. And all you can do is be faithful. So that's what I want to encourage all of you guys in.
1: Joe first asked me uh, if I would be willing to share about ex- my experience with the le- no no place left. Uh, I said, "Oh, <laughs> you probably had the wrong person um, because I had gone to the seminar and I was impacted, but I had not been putting it into practice in terms of meeting people, bringing up uh, invitations or any kind of thing that would make them interested. Uh, I just felt like, whoa, that's beyond my comfort zone. But I would like to share um, the impact that that has had on me and where I am now, because the Lord had all that to be in place. Uh, That training time, uh, Joel has already described how uh, you draw different simple pictures that uh, make the gospel sound so simple and yet be very profound. And I was impressed because in the training, it wasn't just a teacher teaching. It were the people in the church who have been going out door-to-door, meeting people, uh, talking to them, inviting them, and they are sharing their experience. So different ones would get up and share uh, a part of the training that we were getting. Uh, It was very exciting to see, and even it was blessed to me to see some young people, uh, really more children, that got up and, and shared a part of the story. They would share a circle and share how that had impacted them. So um, that really touched me and I learned and it was exciting. We, we had to pair up and share with uh, somebody there and practice on them. But then in the afternoon was our time to go out and do it <laughs> door to door. And um, that was like, oh, here we go. But we paired up with one of them and went out, and uh, guess what? You know, you knock on a door, butterflies are going in your tummy, and then you, you just start talking to them, and the Lord takes over. The Lord gives you things. And we did not actually pray with anyone to receive Christ that day, but we uh, had the joy of praying for people, for whatever needs they had and, um, just the joy of sharing. And when we finished and went back to the church to kind of have a debriefing, what joy we had, because that's what God created us for to be sharing. And it gives us great joy, great joy, um, that we could tell people, it was like, Oh, I can do this. And that was one of the the biggest impacts that this training had on me, um, I felt like I was given faith to believe. I I could see, oh, this is simple. We can do this. God has equipped us. He will equip us. Um, And so, you know, it's just a work of joy and celebration. Uh, Though we were encouraged to begin to share, uh, Joel would say, have you shared with anybody this week? And I would go, (laughs) I couldn't figure out some kind of a starting line. I thought, I need a pickup line or something that I can (laughs) not pick up somebody, but just how to get started. Uh, And I realized part of it is that I don't talk to people that I don't know just in my daily life. If I'm grocery shopping, I'm grocery shopping. I'm not looking for ways to talk and visit. And so what I saw the Lord begin to do is help me see people as I'm out as I'm in a waiting room, as I'm grocery shopping, as I'm in an exercise class, see them and realize they are people he loves and he wants to reach. And so I feel like one thing that has been a result of my going to the training is he's enlarging my comfort zone from, oh, I don't really like to go up to a stranger and talk to, yes, I'm going to start talking to you about the weather or whatever, and I know that I will soon reach the freedom of making those important conversations that I really want to have with people. Um, This Christmas, um, I especially was burdened. Every Christmas, I like to send a Christmas card that has the real message of Christmas. But this year, I just felt like that is not enough. And so the Lord really burdened me that I needed to um, write my own personal testimony and include that in our family newsletter, but really explain how I came to know Jesus, what He's done in my life since then, um, and what He can do for them, and that they can receive Him. And so I really wrestled with how to do that, but God helped me, and um, so I had the privilege of writing that letter and sending it out to all the people. I have a lot of relatives on the East Coast, many of whom do not know the Lord, uh, several who are Jewish, and Um, It just was a blessing to pray over those letters and send them out. So it was another way that God's stirring me up, helping me to grow in this evangelism. Um, So I would like to encourage all of you to consider seriously taking this day off of February 25th to come to this. You will be benefited. Now, you know, in the body of Christ, we all have been given various gifts. And there are people who are definitely gifted at evangelism. Uh, I, I just, Dawn is one of them. I just see her and it's like, it just flows. And many of you have heard of Bill Bright. He was an evangelist. He, he just, uh, it's just easy because of the gift. But all of us have a place. We all have things we can do, ways we can share. And I feel like this training helps you uh, have little tools that you can have in your mind and heart that you can begin to share where you are and uh, be encouraged maybe your comfort zone will stretch too Uh, one of we've done the little some of you probably saw when joel did uh, a service where they drew some circles well one of the circles that i it wasn't really a circle it was something that one of the girls shared a young lady as we were doing the training and it was this picture Um, she said this is us and of course our load of sin Was placed on Jesus Christ on the cross, He bore that load of sin. That's what salvation is all about, so that we can be saved. But she drew this arrow, that and uh, loved her little tick mark. She said, "And we receive the righteousness of Christ. All this," and she called it the shining, sparkling righteousness of Christ. And I just, I just thought, I love that. I love that. And it's a work God's done in my heart as I know him and realize, wow, today you took my burden of sin. You took the sin that I committed yesterday or to this morning, and you give me your righteousness. You forgive me, and you uh, cause your righteousness to be in me. That, that is good news. That's worth sharing. And uh, Paul wrote to the Corinthians, If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old has gone, the new has come. Imagine people in this broken world hearing that. He can make you a new creation. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself through Christ not counting men's sin against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to become sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That's that's the message. That's the joy of sharing So I encourage you, uh, you know, last week Gordon spoke about this is a year of harvest and faithfulness and that that's conditional on what we do. So I encourage you, come to that workshop and be praying about how God would lead you and maybe you're brave and can do like Nathan can and start conversations with people. And I'm working to get there. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father that is in heaven. When we let our light shine, people notice, and it opens up doors to evangelism. Um, one of my daughters was estranged from the Lord for several years, and the thing—the main thing that brought her back to the Lord was the joy that she saw in some of the believers at her school that she was going to. Um, I remember one time... <clears throat> I was walking through Walmart, and um, I was passing an older gentleman, and there was a teenager girl with him, and as I was passing by, he stopped me, and he said, why are you smiling? Why are you so happy? I said, it's because of Jesus. And he nudged the girl, and he said, see, I told you. (laughs) It was great. Um, There was another time pretty recently, um, I was talking to one of my technicians, for those of you who don't know, I have an appliance repair business, and I was talking to one of my technicians, and um, another technician that he was just recently training, and he said, he pointed to me and said, she is the most positive person I know. And he started saying some of the really nice things about me. And I said, you know why, don't you? He, he said, he didn't know why. He didn't know why. I said, it's because of Jesus in my life. And so when our lights shine, people will notice. But then we need to be ready. We need to be ready. We need to be prepared to give the reason for the hope that lies within us. Right? So, um, so I just encourage you, you know, let your light shine, your, your light of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all these things, when people see them in your life, whether it's at home with your family, whether it's in your neighborhood, your work, when you go and run errands, let your light shine. People will notice. It will open up doors to evangelism. Thanks.
3: Still feel good? Weren't those great testimonies? Thank you, Nathan, Patty. I love the idea of... uh, expanding your comfort zone. I think that's uh, what the Lord is doing for all of us who have experienced the training, and and I think we, we have a sense that we can do just a little bit more than we thought we could, and that is so exciting that we can, uh, and uh, Dawn, thank you for a wonderful word of uh, joy, and uh, we, we, we can share the gospel. I like the fact uh, that there are no excuses in the scripture. There's no sense of a retirement age. And so we can be Caleb's, we can be uh, young Jonathan's, we can, every area of our, or every place we are in our life, we can still share the gospel. In fact, the more experience that we have, the more relationships we have, our, our circle of influence very likely will be even larger. We can, we can call people, we can text them, we can send them letters. we can engage them in a dinner meeting the The opportunities are just absolutely endless and vast and i 'm going to share one scripture to close, but before I do, let me share one more fun story. I was listening to this uh, tape Tom Mcindorfffer encouraged me to do, uh, and it was about church leaders from three major churches that came together to talk about this no. Uh, No Place Left program and how it was so effective in their churches. And they they shared uh, wonderful testimonies. The baseball analogy came from that uh, conversation. And then uh, one of the pastors uh, talked about how they felt so uh, impressed to to use this program that they incorporated it in all of their youth departments and their uh, young adults in every Sunday school class. They, they had no other programs except uh, this, this evangelism training. And so this fun story, there was a, there was a family who uh, took the, the, the training, the parents, and I think the nine-year-old child, I, I think it was a girl, could have been a, a boy, I can't remember. But uh, anyway, the, the parents went out on a date one night, and they called the babysitter to come. And so then they came home, and they asked uh, the babysitter, how, how'd things go? And she said, well, it was, it was great. Your daughter just explained to me how I can become a Christian, and she led me in a prayer, and I prayed Jesus to come into my heart. <laughs> so uh, is that pretty awesome? That is pretty awesome. So uh, I'd like for us to, uh, to realize that regardless of uh, what we've done previously uh, there is uh, still a vast mission field before us and uh, we have the opportunity to share this great and good news. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, especially this, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So we press on. Regardless of who we've won to Christ in the past, let's just press on. And because Jesus died for us, He died that we might be his emissaries to carry this incredible message to the ends of the world i was listening to a a television program and a, a chaplain working in a hospice was being interviewed and the curious question that she was being asked by many is have you have you noted any of the the last words of people before they pass from this life on And uh, she said, uh, sometimes they're they're noteworthy. Sometimes they're nonsensical. And and then she went on to say, if you have something important to say to your family, to your neighbors, to someone that you're out of relationship with, say it now. Say it now. This is the time. To uh, to say what's on your heart, and so I would say, let's say it now. Let's share the gospel now. Let's let's just hit singles to start with. The Lord may allow us, and I'm believing He will, to see home runs, see triples, but uh, let's put the ball in play. I was I was at Arby's a couple weeks ago, and. Uh, I'm just showing a simple example of engaging someone. This young guy comes up to me, and I said, uh, "How's your New Year starting out?" And he said, um, "He said great." And he said, "How about you?" I said, "Man, it's it's fantastic. I just think it's going to be a great year. I believe God's blessing is on this year. And it's going to be wonderful." And he comes back to me and says, "What church do you go to?" <laughs> and so we, you know, he was a believer, of course, but. You know, like Don was talking about bridge moments, you know, the Lord will let you in your own way engage with someone in a way that then will lead you to, to hit that single, okay? So, Father, thank you for this wonderful year. Thank you for the opportunity we have of uh, sharing the good news of Christ. Thank you for giving us the courage, knowing fully that you're with us, and why wouldn't we be courageous to share uh, our testimonies, especially with those that are in our circle of influence, those that we already know. Help us, Lord, to purpose even now to pray for them faithfully and to look for that unique opportunity, whether in a conversation or a text message or a letter or a card or a, a dinner meeting or inviting them to church or some other event. Lord, help us to, to see you lead us to uh, tell these dear ones the good news of Jesus. Thank you for blessing us now. Give us a great day, a wonderful time over our meal. We even now pray this meal be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you all. Have a great day.